Conflict to Connection Part 2, Decoding the Conflict and Unraveling the Why, Episode 145. Welcome to the Awaken You podcast, where we break down relationship barriers by awakening your true you. I'm Coach Christine, and the two of us will be doing this work together because this process isn't about changing your partner. It's about discovering who you are so you can awaken you in your marriage. Well, happy Thanksgiving, Awaken You listeners. Well, those listeners who are joining from America, right? We are entering this season of reflection and gratitude as we round the corner to the end of 2023. And I love how Thanksgiving kicks that season off. What are you grateful for this year? What are you grateful for in your own personal life, the growth journey that you've been in your married life? What bold and brave things have you done to bring you closer to the relationship that you love? For those of you who have worked through my Abundant Love mini course, you have created your love list and you are using it to see those things that you love about your marriage. And today is a good day to download that free course if you haven't already. You can just go to the link in the show notes and that course will come right to you. Start preparing yourself for a different last month of the year because it just gets chaotic, right? (laughs) I mean, let's just be honest. It, It honestly, it really does not need to. I truly over the last six, seven years, have gradually removed chaos from my life during this last month of the year. And every once in a while when it tries to creep in, I just notice it. And I'm like, nope, you are not welcome. I do remember past years feeling resentful, angry, sad, just burying it all under a mask of holiday cheer. And I am so grateful for the work that I did to bring myself back into my marriage, back into my life, and believe that I alone could change our lackluster marital dynamic. I did, and I am continuing to lead our marriage into so much more than our dreams could Ever be. Jeff and I are having conversations that we've never had. He is opening up and sharing things that I never even knew, and it is amazing. That's what is sexy, my friends. A man who isn't afraid of opening up and sharing his fears and who is able to share that he is uh, not all that comfortable opening up and sharing their concerns, their hurts. And that is when I, as the feminine, can actually start to feel safe. I don't feel judged. I can feel held. Seeing that as he opens up, 
He isn't weak, but he is stronger than he ever was when he was that stoic brick wall, (laughs) right? I have so much gratitude to express this year, and I look forward to spending time next week journaling about all of this, and I want to encourage you to do the same. Go through this year, write all of the things that you have done for yourself that you're grateful for, the things others have done for you that you're grateful for, and the path that God has brought you through. This week on the podcast, we are exploring the process of taking a step back to break down what happened in the conflict and understanding the intricacies of your unique conflict dynamic. And it's so fun (laughs) because I have a conflict actually that I can share with you that just occurred maybe an hour ago. Uh, We are in the middle of a three-part series that I am creating where I'm guiding you through the intricate steps of moving from conflict to connection. In last week's episode, I shared the process of recognizing the conflicts that tend to reoccur in your marriage. I asked you to spend the week noticing when you got activated by your spouse. What were they doing or what weren't they doing? What did they say or didn't say? This week is going to be a good week to practice it because I imagine many of you have extra things on your to-do list with the holidays coming up. So you can do last week's work this week, right? How did it go doing that if you did it last week? What did you learn? I'd love for those of you who practice to share what you learned. Did you find a pattern? What did you want to do when you discovered that you were activated? How did you act? Did you follow through with how you wanted to act? And no shame if you did. (laughs) I mean, it happens. Not a big deal as long as you can come around and repair. Keep practicing. And I'd even suggest that you start a journal and write them all down. Writing our stuff down always brings out amazing things. I am often surprised by what comes out of my mind when I'm actually putting pen to paper and I start writing about something I'm thinking about. It often doesn't come out and articulate itself in the way that it does when I actually write it out. This week, we're going to work on decoding what is happening inside of you. So this is the second step. And I talked about this last week. I am seriously considering making this a maybe a three-week course, maybe a six-week course. So I would love to hear one thing that you think that I could change or one thing that is amazing that really resonated with you so that you can help me create the best class to help you and others work through this conflict. Commonly, what we do is we pay attention to what is happening outside of us, right? How our spouse is creating this situation for us. We are 
deeply embedded in what they're doing and how it's a problem and that they need to change so that we can feel better. Most commonly, we're focused on what they need to do differently so that we don't feel the way that we are feeling. This has us hopeless, powerless, and our only way to feel better, like I said, is them changing. And good luck with that. I fought that fight for way too long. It's like hitting your head against the wall, (laughs) hoping they'll feel the pain, (laughs) right? So my goal is to help you stop doing what you've been doing, help you stop doing what you've taught yourself to do in a way to protect yourself from getting hurt, right? So this pattern that you have is actually something that worked really well for you. Once upon a time, it's not working so well right now. So my goal is to teach you how to differentiate yourself from them, meaning to create some space to let them be them and you be you. Because when we're in this entangled mess in needing them to change so that we can feel better, when their actions are dictating how you feel, it's a messy, messy situation that is never going to resolve itself and make you feel better, right? Even if they started doing everything like a robot to make you feel better, it wouldn't work (laughs) because they're not being their authentic self. The way to resolution is for one or both of you to recognize what is actually happening inside of you. As you discover what's happening inside of yourself, you start to understand why you are reacting the way you are. And as you start to understand, you start to change. Change will have you seeing that each of you has an inner conflict going on that is activating each other's inner protective practices. And all it takes is one of you to be able to calm your inner critic to calm the conflict. So let's start what happens to you. So now that you've been paying attention to what happens during a conflict, I want you to do some self-reflection on your own. To start with, how does all of this make you feel when it happens? What is the emotion that comes up for you when they do what they do? And I highly recommend that you go back to episode 23. I'll share the links in the show notes. It is about how to process emotions. And in that episode, I help you understand what emotion is coming up for you if you don't know what it is and why that emotion is there, what it has to say to you. And it will give you a lot of information. The second thing to think about is, does your spouse's actions remind you of a similar scenario from childhood? Maybe it's one of your parents. For example, much of my childhood was spent being controlled by my parents. I was rarely given my own opportunity to test the waters, to try something and see what happened and deal with whatever the results were. It felt suffocating. And though I didn't realize it then, (laughs) it eventually blew up and I decided to rebel when I moved out of the house finally. And (laughs) 
It wasn't pretty. What I started to recognize in my married life then is that I was transferring this dynamic onto Jeff, meaning subconsciously I was feeling controlled and manipulated by him. I was constantly on guard, expecting him to be holding me back, even though he has always been my biggest fan. When I was able to see this dynamic, I was able to start reminding myself that this was not my dad. He was not my dad. He was not my mom. It was Jeff. I wasn't in danger and that I can take care of myself. I can make my own decisions. I can trust that I have my own back when his decision was different. And I started to untangle myself from fighting against the one that I wanted to be working with, right? Now, it doesn't mean that he doesn't have some ulterior motives. I mean, he has some things that are driving him to act the way that he acts. But what I've done is I've learned to separate them out and let his deal be his deal and work on my own. The third thing you want to do is ask yourself, what might you be making their actions mean about you? I have shared in other episodes that Jeff and I have worked through this exercise in multiple different conflict examples. And in general, we both tell ourselves two different stories about what the other person is doing. For me, it is almost always some version of how I felt I was treated as a child. Not considered, not worthy of being included. My ideas or values or or ways of doing things were not considered, were not worthy, not important. And Jeff typically has a story that comes mostly from his childhood with his father where he felt like he could never do anything right or good enough, right? So imagine how these two inner stories play out when in the day-to-day interaction of marriage. I'll share a couple real-life examples that I had written down in preparation for this episode Then I still want to share this one that just happened earlier. (laughs) So it could be dog training, right? I train the dogs, or I should say I train my dogs. (laughs) And then, you know, this is some serious work, I think. I feel like if we are to own animals, we need to know how to train them so that they understand us and we understand them, right? So I will share techniques that are being introduced in class with Jeff, so I'll share them. And then he'll just disregard them, right? Initially, when this was happening, I would react in the moment. I think I've shared this um, with letting the dogs out. So when we take them out, we go through the door first. The dog is supposed to sit in heel position and wait until we tell them that they can come out. So initially when this was happening and this example, I would react like I would say something like, excuse me, what are you doing? Then I started and and I would work through that. What was going on for me? Why was this making me angry? And then I started pausing and not reacting in the moment, working through it myself on my own and then coming together and explaining how this felt to me. This was just knowing that I wanted to argue smarter, 
right? I noticed how it felt when he would do something. I would watch it happen. Then I would take time to process my emotions, understand the story that I was making. So often I felt dismissed, ignored. My ideas didn't matter. And then and then I would take time to ask Jeff for a few moments to talk, which will be coming up in the third part, right? And I would explain what happens when he does that and ask if that is what he is actually doing. Is this what's going on for for him? And if it isn't, what is he thinking, right? And then I made up an example for Jeff. I did not ask him, but... I just made up this example. It's around household tasks, right? Where I might redo something. He might fold uh, the hand towels a certain way, and then I redo them. Years ago, of course, he made it mean that he couldn't do anything right. So he would just stop doing the things. He's an avoider, right? He he wouldn't address it. He would just get angry about it and not do it. And then, of course, all the tasks ended up being mine. Well, not all. I didn't change all the things he did. <laughs> but but what we have done since is we've had conversations where he now knows and sees that this is an old story that he makes up, you know, that he can't do anything right. Sometimes he brings it up and asks, and I let him know how grateful I am that he did, let's say, the laundry, right? And that I just have a way that I like the hand towels to be folded so they fit in in the cabinet in my bathroom well. He knows I'm particular. I just remind him it's got nothing to do with him. It doesn't mean he's doing it wrong. I just do it different, right? It's not a big deal. And I didn't ask him, but I don't think he takes it personally anymore. So with this process, in the class that I'm going to put together, I will have a worksheet for you to actually work through. But just listen to you know what I shared t- today and work through it. And I highly suggest you sign up for the course when I get it all ready. It's going to start probably in January. I suggest you find someone to help you work through this process because it is hard for us to see our own stuff. We're so wrapped up in it, it, it's hard to see what is going on for us. It takes practice, lots of practice. You will not be able to do this by only practicing for one week. You're working on changing old, unconscious, well-embedded patterns that you've been practicing for a lifetime. So now as you do this work, and you start to see the patterns you and your spouse have, you start processing your emotions and get a better understanding of why you're getting upset, you will start to see it all playing out in real time and not make it such a big deal. You'll start to see your part in this. You'll start to separate out the two of you. What is his part? What is your part? And you'll be able to pause the reaction that just like escalates the argument. The third part that I will share next week is going to be the biggest part of diffusing the flame because this is where you will start the repair process between the two of you. The repair process starts by 
doing what you did last week, by paying attention. That is the beginning of the repair process, but it you have to come all the way around to part three. Now, believe it or not, your conflicts will lessen because you're starting to recognize the dynamic. So as you practice this, some of these old dynamics will kind of go away. But then sometimes one just sneaks up on you, like the one that happened today, and you're back in it, but it diffuses quicker. The same old fights will end. And as usual, as you work on those common conflicts, more dynamic conflict will bubble up to the surface. But the good thing is that you have been practicing and you'll be able to handle them. They won't break you. So, okay, (laughs) I'll share today's. What happened is Jeff, Jeff is in charge of putting the lights on the roof for the holidays. I do the front bushes and the pots and all the groundwork, right? And he talked about hiring somebody to do the lighting. He sent me the estimate, all the things, and there was some miscommunication. In the estimate, it appeared as though all the lights that we normally do will be taken care of. So the gentlemen, the two guys that um, were doing the work came today and they told me that they were just doing the roof line. And guess what happened inside of me? (laughs) I got triggered. I told myself all sorts of stories like all he's thinking about is himself taking, you know, spending all that money on his tasks, the task I removed from my to-do list, now I have to add back on. I'm not being considered. I'm being disregarded. All the old things. And of course, because he was at work, I sent him a text message about that. (laughs) We kind of worked it out in text messages, but I said this, we will work out in person tonight. And he did actually ask for forgiveness. It was a misunderstanding. It turns out that they didn't even do half of the roof. They only did the front. And I like the whole roof lit. I am very particular. (laughs) So anyway, but we're working through it. He asked for forgiveness and I said, I need time. And it's okay. So I implemented nervous system techniques because it is, you know, I got triggered and I will be calmed down before we go to our social event tonight. So this week, what I want you to do is continue the work that you were doing from last week's episode. And if you haven't listened to it, go back, start there, notice the activations You'll get lots of practice this week. What happens to get you activated? And now I want you to take some time to notice the emotion that comes up for you. Journal about it. Describe it. How does it feel? What color is it? Where is it in your body? What is it there for? Why is it there? What does it have to say to you? And then see if you can tie this dynamic back to something from your childhood or a past relationship. What story are you making up about what they did with the lights? I made up this story that he only took care of himself. He wasn't considering my work, right? Please let me help you sort through this process. 
book yourself a courageous love conversation. Bring one of your examples to the call. Yes, maybe your conflict is way bigger than the lights on the house, but this is where we start with these small conflicts because they are easier to work through than the big ones, and then the big ones get smaller, okay? No example is too silly. I mean, come on. (laughs) I've shared some stories that might seem small and insignificant, and like I said, that's where we start, not on the big ones that have bombs going off in our homes or in silence and sleeping in the guest bedroom for the week or longer. Get a head start as we approach the holidays because for most of you, your stress levels are setting records. And when you are stressed, you are less able to create space for curiosity when you get activated. I love you all. Take time for yourself this Thanksgiving. Book yourself that courageous love conversation. And I will talk to you next week. Ciao. Thank you for listening to the Awaken You podcast. If you enjoyed listening, then you have to go check out Awaken You, my one-on-one coaching program where we take all of this material and we apply it to your life. We study it and we take it to your next level so that you can awaken you in your marriage. For any questions, comments, or coaching issues you'd like to hear on the podcast, please visit me on my website and together let's awaken you.